Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? When you dig deep, all you do is dig with your words. You <laughs> dig the hole deeper. That hole is deep as hell right now. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app presented by Progressive Insurance. I did not know until today that apparently Aaron Rodgers is the, to have a reference of about four years ago, the Cash Me Outside girl. Because listen to Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show yesterday discussing uh, his situation and just reminding us all who he is. I always believe in myself first, and I bet on myself first to go out there and to and to the impact the game and to be great. And I still know I have that within me. Still the reigning, defending two-time MVP. Hell yeah. Regardless who's out there with me, guys want to come battle. They know where to find me. Hell yeah. I'll be, I'll be in the center of that huddle, expecting greatness, trying to inspire the best I can, and laying it on the line. Inspire the best I can. You know, Chris, it's always funny. No, 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 Carlin. Oh. You, 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 you overlooked the highlight of no, it. No, no, no. I'm going like, to get to them all. how you want to frame it. I'm going to get to them all. Regardless of who's out there. Regardless of who's out there, Carlin. Like, yeah, I'm going to go do me because I'm the reigning defending two-time yeah. MVP. Regardless of who's out there, I'm going to continue to expect excellence regardless of who's out there. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of me. It's a lot of I. And furthermore, Carlin, when you have to start reciting your resume, it's because you don't have anything to stand on when it comes to your performance on the field this season. And that's the part that's damning for Aaron Rodgers. That Detroit Lions loss, that's on him, Carlin. That is a defense that has given up what? At the, the lowest point total that they've given up this season is 24. 24. They held the Green Bay Packers to nine points, and they forced three red zone turnovers, two interceptions in the end zone. That's on A-Rod, man. Who, is that, who else is that on? That's got to be on 12. So when you start talking about other teammates and guys needing to step up and guys needing to dig deep, yeah, bro, we understand everybody else has to be better, but that includes you. And I don't hear enough of that from Rodgers. Well, here's the bigger problem for me. All of that leads to the last line where he says, I'm going to be out there expecting greatness, trying to inspire the best I can. Aaron Rodgers isn't inspiring anybody right now. There is nothing about you that is an inspirational uh, leader in one bit. And it leads to a much bigger problem for the Green Bay Packers. And really, frankly, for anybody else. Not only is Aaron Rodgers not going to win a championship in Green Bay again, he's not winning a championship anywhere. Chris, I have no doubt that after this season, if the Packers decided that they were ready to uh, move on from Aaron Rodgers and trade him away and accept the consequences that come on the salary cap with that, that teams would be lining up to get him, that there would be plenty of teams that would want to be in the mix there. If I was a future teammate of Aaron Rodgers, based upon what I've seen this year, which really encapsulates the last several, if we're being honest about it, yeah, I wouldn't be excited to play with him. I wouldn't be 
in a situation where I'd be just, God, I can't wait for him to be here. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. There's nothing about you that makes me want to follow you into battle. You know, it. this is a guy, the way he talks about it, I mean, he literally says, guys want to come battle, they know where to find me. Well, you know what they say about leaders, Chris? What's that? A guy who's trying to lead and there's nobody behind him is just a guy taking a walk. Yeah. And that's what Aaron Rodgers is right now. He is somebody that is out on his own. And frankly, it sounds like that's exactly where he wants to So be. I got a couple of questions. Number one, can it get bad enough this year where Green Bay decides they're going to pivot from Rodgers and go a different direction? They're not doing, and you said this yesterday, and it's 100% accurate. They are not doing what is in the best interest of the Green Bay Packers if they don't do that. If they don't consider it. If it, if it gets away from them. if they, It's already gotten away from uh, them. Yeah, all right, even further. Though, yeah. Let's just say before it's... You know, it, you got to get to like three and nine or something like that. That ain't going to be hard, Carlin. Do you no. know their upcoming opponents? Yeah. Carlin, they got the Dallas Cowboys yeah. this week. They got the Tennessee Titans after that. And they can't stop a nosebleed when it comes to opposing teams' run games. Yep. And then they're on the road against the Philadelphia Eagles. Good luck. Carlin, I- I'm not too sure that they're going to win their first game in December in Chicago. Chris. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just yeah. asking the question. You said they've got yeah. three and nine. I can see a path to them getting the three and nine. Quite easily. Quite easily. Yeah. This I mean, is if what you I'm can saying. lose to the Detroit Lions, you can lose to anybody. So. Because by that point, yeah. I would expect the division to be over. Well, yeah, the division's <laughs> going to be wrapped up by Turkey Day. Yeah. That's going to happen. So, so let me ask you this. You're saying that it can get bad enough where Green Bay, as an organization, decides we're going to pivot off of Rodgers after giving them this three-year, $150 million extension. They can at the very least say we need to figure out what this is with Jordan Love mm-hmm. so that we can make our decisions properly this offseason, whether it's with Aaron or whether it's with Jordan. Okay. And you can also justify it by saying, we don't want Aaron to go out there and get killed. Yeah. And if we plan on trading him, certainly somebody doesn't want to have him come damaged or is going to be interested in him and damaged. We, or can, we can put him in bubble wrap for the rest of the yeah, year. Or if we're moving into the future with Aaron. Why are we going to play him right now when we need to find out if we're going to trade Jordan Love away for a second-round pick somewhere? Okay, so here's my second question. Is Aaron Rodgers done winning championships in Green Bay? Oh, yeah. It feels like it, doesn't it? Completely. And I don't think he respects the head coach, which could be a problem. There's friction there, I'd like to find the last head coach that he did respect. That's a great point, but I'm just saying there's friction there between him and Matt LaFleur. He's talking about who should be getting playing time. He's talking about doing different things. Um, trying different concepts, different things that that haven't been working. Maybe we need to think about other things. It feels like there's a lot of resistance between what Matt LaFleur wants to do and Aaron Rodgers wants to do. And all you got to do is reference the last play against the Detroit Lions where they took a timeout and came out of that timeout, Carlin, and Aaron Rodgers threw the ball to no one in the end zone. Sammy Watkins zig and Aaron Rodgers thought he was going to zag. When you take a timeout in that situation in the game and you're not on the same page, it feels like the quarterback and the head coach have different agendas. They have different things that they're trying to do, and they haven't been able to meld that to the point where it creates something that brings out the best in everybody in that unit. And that's why I asked the question, can Green Bay make this thing work now with Aaron Rodgers at a championship level? Because if the answer is no, then you have to move off of Aaron Rodgers, regardless of what Jordan Love is or isn't. Yeah. He's not the guy. And, Chris, I don't think he'd go win one anywhere else. 
I really all don't. All right, so I wanted to, and I'm glad you I'm glad you took it there, Carl, and that's why you're the best in the business. There are some places that I think Aaron Rodgers would be an interesting fit. Mm-hmm. Interesting fit. Your Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, and that your was Pittsburgh one that came Steelers, up. Your Pittsburgh Steelers. I, I like Kenny Pickett. Yep, he's not ready for the show. Would you Would you consider? Making a significant move if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers' new general manager. I know this is not typically their way, uh-huh. but it feels like they have a defense when healthy that can play at a really high level. Would you consider introducing Aaron Rodgers to that situation? Well, I, I think that they would have to based on his talent. Mm-hmm. I just don't expect him to be able to, like, as somebody that would try to look at that objectively, which yeah. I, I can with them. I can't argue it from a football standpoint. Yeah. But well, you're not looking at Aaron Rodgers to be a leader either, though, right? You already had that in place with Mike Tomlin. You have strong leadership on that team, and you have strong leadership in that locker. But I need, you know, I need the quarterback to be something. Yeah, I, you know, I, I mean, need him to not be a guy that's inviting scorn. Yeah, I, and and that well, somebody looks at him and says, there, as long as he goes there and he's not a dumbass, he'll be okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, even though you had some dumbass in Ben Roethlisberger, they still found a way to make it work to the tune of two championships. They did. They did. I. Just Absolutely. Throw, just throwing it out there. Just yes. as a possibility. No, and yeah, I think that's one. Yeah. Give me another. Uh, the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, of course. Absolutely, I would. I, I would. And I'm not saying that personally, I, I'm saying that if I was a teammate, I wouldn't be excited about it. Uh-huh. If I'm a general manager and I don't check in on it, I'm not doing my job. I just personally don't believe that based on the person that he is right now, mm-hmm. the leadership quality that are so severely lacking yeah. that he's going to win another one no matter where he is. Yeah. I but Washington Commanders is fun too. That would be a fun one. That would be amazing. That would be that a fun would be one. an amazing problem new, is new owner yeah. making a splash. I could see that <laughs> no. as, as see, I could see that too. See, I'd want I'd want to see Aaron Rodgers and Dan Snyder together. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to be the case. Again, that Carlin, that's Rude, not, it's we, not going to be the case. No, and we saw that uh, <laughs> that memo that the D.C. Attorney General sent out to reporters saying that there's going to be a major announcement on the Washington Commanders front tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. Oh boy, yeah. You're not calling a press conference to say there's nothing to see here. There are times I just want to see the world burn. There are times <laughs> Aaron Rodgers with the Commanders <laughs> with Dan Snyder still hanging on under investigation would be amazing. Let's torch the joint. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, can't but, but one thing is clear: it's over for him in Green Bay. Yeah, at a championship level, it's over for him. All right, just real quick, instinct only: is he in Green Bay at this time next year? No, totally agree. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, although they did just claim former Raiders safety first-round bust Jonathan Abrams, so maybe things will be okay. Yeah, that's going to turn your defense around. Canty, um, speaking of bad teammates. That's eight first-round draft picks on defense. For the is that, that, that's not good. It's a lot of, dra- <laughs> of first-rounders to be bad on defense. Speaking of bad teammates, we got a problem. We got a problem with you. With me? You're, you're a bad teammate. What did I do? Well, you can find out because it was on Get Up this morning, and uh, it rubbed some people on the show the wrong way. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. You, I try you, not you, to rub anybody on the show. <laughs> and we thank you for that. <laughs> but we, it felt uh, the word betrayal was a fair word to characterize this situation, and we'll explain next. We're going to take him to task for... A take that he had that was just completely out of bounds and insulting to all of us. That's next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? I, listen, I, admittedly, I had turned away for a few minutes because I got a couple of games this weekend and I'm mm-hmm. doing a lot of prep work. Gotcha. And uh, so you weren't supporting your teammate this morning on Get Up. No, I, I, I was watching. I had turned the volume down for a minute while I was talking to somebody. Mm. And I missed this. Okay. Or at least that's what I'm telling right. you. Um, Whatevs. I was disappointed when it was pointed out to me uh, that, in fact, you were not a great teammate this morning. And uh, how so? Well, I think that's what we need to uh, expect. Or not expect. That's what we need to explain right now in a little get up, get down. It's get up in the morning. Good morning. It is time to get up. But in the afternoon, we get down. Get down on it. It's time for get up, get down. Get down on it. Uh, so this morning on Get Up, you're on with K. Martin, Dominique, mm-hmm. and Greeny, and there's the discussion of who is the best candidate for MVP who is a non-quarterback in yeah. the NFL this year. Yeah. This was your answer. I want to ask you both the same question. In fact, I think we have pick bars for it. Can we put the picks up on the screen and just see? Stop doing this. Does everyone agree? I'm not with that. Don't stand next to me. With the the normal side. (laughs) Does everyone? Everyone? Everyone's got Tyreek Hill's name on the screen. You picked Tyreek Hill as the non-quarterback MVP candidate Mm. this morning on Get Up. What's the problem with that? Well, I don't know if you remember. It was probably, I don't know, three, four weeks ago that we collectively as a show made an investment in Micah Parsons <laughs> winning the MVP. That happened. And that did happen. you had the opportunity this morning to start the conversation that would build potentially some momentum down the line for Micah Parsons to win the MVP. Now, some people might look at that as trying to, I don't know, manipulate the situation, that's fine. (laughs) What I heard was you not thinking of your teammates who have made this investment. And while I do care about your credibility, 
I care about money more. But I made and the you, same investment, though. That's the thing. And I you, made the investment. But but I was on the Michael Parsons for MVP train because it was so great value. So what happened? Well, it's my credibility. I'm on national TV, and Tyree Kill leads the league in yards from scrimmage, Carlin. He's on pace to shatter Calvin Johnson's single-season receiving yards record. He's going to shatter it, Carlin. How can I not talk about how Tyreek Hill has transformed the Miami Dolphins' well, offense and Tua in spe- specifically? How can I not talk about that? Quite easily. I'm sh- oh my in gosh. advance. Oh, my gosh. I'm sure that you knew that Dominique was picking Tyreek Hill. I did not know. You did not know. I did not know who everybody was picking. You did not. No, this was blind. I didn't even do the production meeting this morning. Wow. It was blind. It, you, what you were was blind to us. No, I you wasn't. You did not I, look I, in our direction. Evan, uh, uh, Ryan Matlack, let's bring people in uh, on this who also have significant financial stakes uh, in this whole situation. Evan, you were the one who brought it to everybody's attention. I dare I say you were the whistleblower. Yes, on Canty I was. in this situation, and I'm happy. I'm happy to be the whistleblower in this situation. I, I just think Canty needs a lesson from Aaron Rodgers in sabotaging all of his credibility to be a selfish guy on a national TV show. Like I, I think we need. Maybe we should play Aaron Rodgers again. Maybe you should listen to how the best do it. How somebody who's great at sabotaging his own, um, his own locker room. But still in a selfish way, you like sabotaged this entire production staff for credibility. A little sabotage right there. Who does that? I mean, that? I sandbagged my own financial interest too, though. So did Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers getting paid $50 million a year. I'm not going to get that payout on this bet. Well, I mean, poor little well, Ryan Matlack. Well, that's because you didn't put my, let, enough let down. Ryan, money on it. <laughs> let, let, let's bring my Ryan Matlack into this. Oh, my gosh. This poor kid, you know, listen. Uh, he, he reaches out, asks for a little help every once in a while. Got to help. Kid can't pay the rent. And all wow. you're thinking about is your credibility this morning. Ryan? I know. My goodness. Guys, Eversource keeps calling. We I need mean, some his, money in this bank account, okay? Yeah, his, I mean, Ryan's out. girlfriend has been carrying the load here for quite some time financially. Uh, is this fair to say? Uh, yeah, all the time. So yes. I'd, I'd like to make somewhat of an impact. All right. Mm-hmm. I've been a bad He's teammate. out here chasing his dream. Yep. And we put a little investment in. You know, we, we invested uh, Ryan's good hard-earned money for him. And then you turn around and have an opportunity to start the conversation and you shut it down. Well, what's wrong with wanting to be right, though, Carlin? Tyree Kill is going to break a record this year mm-hmm. if he stays healthy. Micah Parsons right now, as great as he is, and I think Micah Parsons is the best non-quarterback in the National Football League, as great as he is, Michael Parsons is fifth in sacks this season. Fifth. Carlin, he's got a way so to not go. So not only are you not now bringing him into the conversation, now you are dragging him down by I'm saying he's dra- only fifth. I'm not dra- now you are pushing him further down into the mud. I'm not dragging him down. I'm trying to be realistic about the situation. If you're going to not only win Defensive Player of the Year, but MVP of the league, you got to set some records. Mm-hmm. You, you, I mean, listen, the guy is phenomenal. He scores on defense. like he, he's, he, he's a game record. There's no question about it. But you have to have the team success, and you have to be the, on the verge of setting records. T.J. Watt tied Michael Strahan's sack record. Didn't get a sniff at MVP last year. Not a sniff. Yeah. So I'm just saying that I like to be right when I make predictions or projections. And with Tyreek Hill, the best non-quarterback in the National Football League, it's, it's pretty – I will say this. 
the guy that's the MVP that's not a quarterback. Because I do think Michael Parsons is the best non-quarterback. The guy that could be MVP that's not a quarterback is probably going to skew to the offensive side of the ball because that's what most people pay attention to. I don't feel a whole lot better. That's a lot of hot air. I just basically told you that I chose my credibility over your pocketbook. Yes, Mm -hmm. and your pocketbook, and poor little Ryan Matlack's pocketbook, and Wilner's pocketbook. That happened. happened. I'm not not denying that I did that. I I didn't realize how selfish of a teammate I was until you guys brought it to my attention. See, that's the thing about selfish teammates. They don't know when they're being selfish. But see, now that you've made me aware of it, I can make sure I conduct myself accordingly moving forward. Unlike Aaron Rodgers, who who is willfully ignorant and doesn't care what anybody else thinks, I, but especially the armchair quarterbacks. We're armchair quarterbacks by now. Did you hear? Did you hear when he said that? Yeah, we're we are armchair quarterbacks. Uh, he, you, is talk, he is talking about us. Yes, specifically yeah. people on TV like you. I'm, I, I I'm peripheral, but yes, I I don't. We don't know what we're talking about. No, no, you never do, played do, the game. Do we? Do we need to know what we're what what play call it is to know that he's short arm that fast to Bakhtiari? <laughs> Do we need to know the play call? Do I need I'm to curious. know what the play call was when you came off the sideline after a timeout and threw it in a completely different direction than where Sammy Watkins was? Well, guess what? I I might not have known the play call, but apparently you didn't either. So, <laughs> so we together, brother. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. So Canty owes us all some money. And if I told, I mean, just put it this whoa, whoa, whoa. way. I don't owe you money. Well, stop yourself. hang on I don't a owe you money. Wait, I don't owe you money. No. Just mm-hmm. a reminder that... That we did one of the one of the wagers had him at three hundred to one. Yes, and it was not thousands of dollars that we put on it, but what we put on it was certainly thousands of dollars to potentially win. That is true. And uh, you served us up the old screw job. <laughs> That's what happened right there. Uh, yeah, if you were thinking about a home edition, big fella, I'm sorry for you. Uh, speaking of the screw job. Uh, Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson—they've been—they've been—they've been getting into it a little yeah, bit here. Yeah, they've been going back and forth, uh, and a little jousting. And I gotta say, back and forth. There's something that's going on here that has actually made me respect Russ a little more. Really, Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yo, check this out from Canty and Carlin. Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson doing a little jousting back and forth. I like the beef, though, Carlin. I do. I like it. I, and it's kind of made me respect Russ a little more. Really? Yeah. I'll explain in a e- moment. Even after the high knees, going out to 
London town? I, again, listen, I know you guys flew on bigger planes. I got on a plane like two days later. I don't know how he was doing the high knees. Yeah, I'm imagining that it was one of those triple sevens with yeah. the two aisles. It had to be, right? Yeah. You're taking the, your entire football team and the operation on the road. Even still, though, I mean, you, if I have trouble navigating my way through the galley to get to my seat, like, hey, you're doing high knees there when you're Russell Wilson. I'm sense. sure he's pissing off teammates while he's walking by them. You know, they're waking them up while well, they they're were trying all to sleep. sleep. They were all asleep. Yeah, but everybody was doing out. high knees back because they got the win over the Jaguars, right? Right. That's all that matters. So the topic um, with Geno Smith came up but just about how well things are going. And Pete Carroll on the Pete Carroll show uh, on Monday gave us a little perspective as to why things have gotten a little bit easier for Gino and the Seahawks offense uh, to operate this year, if you notice, Gino's going off the off the wristband, you know, and that's that's a big help. It's 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 smoothed things out, sped things up, um, cleaned things up, and and that's that's part of it too. And and you know, we we never did that before. Um, there was resistance to that, so we didn't do that before. But this, all of those elements together, and then let's go back to the trust word again. When you know Shane says something to Gino, he's not doubting it; he's just going with it. And so there's a real immediate flow, and that accelerates all the process. So there are two things in there. Number one, we never did that before. There was resistance to that, mm-hmm. so we didn't do it before. And then speaking about the offensive coordinator there. When he says something, he doesn't doubt it. Yeah. So those are obviously directed right at Russell Wilson. Yeah. And they're just under-the-radar things that Pete Carroll can say that are little digs that are going to get picked up by people like us. Yeah, but I mean, I think that's Pete Carroll talking about the operations and the nuance of what's happening with the offense and why it does look different Mm -hmm. with Geno as the quarterback as opposed to Russ. and. And remember, there was a lot of blame directed toward the offensive line and the supporting cast for Russell Wilson struggling and that team struggling the way they did over the past couple of years. And in reality, that might not have been warranted, Carlin, based on what we're seeing through the first half of this year. Well, Russ responded today to that comment about the wristband. Uh, I don't know exactly what he said, but um, but I, I think, you know, Won a lot of games there without one on the wrist, but you know, and uh, I didn't know uh, winning or losing mattered if you wore a wristband or not. But uh, I think that uh, you know, I you know, do whatever it takes to to, to make sure that we're rolling and, and moving and, and everything else. I've, I've, a few times I've definitely won a wristband depending on the game plan and what we have called and all that stuff. But yeah, listen, whoa, 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 time out. You can't say I don't know exactly what he says and then say I won a lot of games without a wristband. You knew exactly what he said, bruh. You knew exactly what All he right, said. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not defending him. I'm only going to say we don't know how the question was phrased. Uh, still, Pete, I mean, Pete may, the, the question may have been phrased, Pete said that you were resistant to wearing a wristband before, and that's why, like, I don't know how it was asked. Okay, but here's so what, here's, the, here's what, what I will Pete say. said may have been in but, the question. But here's what I will say, though. Russell Wilson did not take the high road in this instance because he could have. No, he didn't. Russell Wilson could have said, I don't know what Pete Carroll might have said, that's not my head coach. Nathaniel Hackett's my head coach. I'm concerned about the Denver Broncos. But, Period. But, but end, what? end of conversation. But in every other instance. You know, why, it, you know why he said something, though, Carlin? Because right now Pete Carroll is winning the breakup. That's why he said something. But I also think that Pete, in winning the breakup, has been doing some victory laps in doing it. Like well, when they I mean, beat it, Ross it, back in week two. Yeah. 
Pete made sure everybody knew it. But, but here's what I'll say. We thought that was the Super Bowl for the Seahawks, and that's why they won that game. Turns out the Seahawks are actually good, and the Denver Broncos are trash. Yeah. That's the reality of the situation. Week one, I should say. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, Russell Wilson ends up being the gift that keeps on giving because not only is Geno Smith winning games for him, but it just so happens that the Seattle Seahawks own the next three first-round draft picks from the Denver Broncos, and the one this year is slated to be the 11th overall selection. Okay, but here's my thing with Russ right there. What's up? He never responds. He never says anything like that. But that's my point. I, I but I'm why I, I'm not going to knock him for for the one time because I'm sure Russ. Listen, things are going poorly. I'm sure yeah. that Russ has been annoyed by the fact that uh, Pete has on more go than one occasion. Say, go ahead and say it. That, go ahead and say that it. Pete on more than one occasion has smacked him around a little bit. Yep, and. I think it's okay for Russ to throw a punch back. But here's what I will say. A hit dog will holler. And that's exactly what we just heard from Russell Wilson. That was him hollering. But why is that wrong for him to finally say something if you're annoyed? Well, what do you mean? Why is it, it wrong? Shows, you know what he shows me? No, yo. It shows he's, me. It shows, he's human. It shows me there's a little bit of insecurity there mm. because it's not working out with what's going on in Denver. He's sensitive to it. And the other thing, Carlin, is you might question whether or not Russ being resistant to doing it Pete's way could have put a ceiling on a team that didn't need to be there. Okay, we have a little more Russ on Pete Carroll. Let's hear it. That's just been given to me. You don't, you don't like the, we come to find out you don't like the play sheet on the wingspan? Come to find out, what do you mean? Uh, well, there's, uh, you know, the, Pete Carroll said something about putting a wristband, putting the play calls on the wristband. Uh, I don't know exactly what he said, but uh, okay, there you go. That that it was it was framing how he had asked a question. Yeah, but it clear it's clear the way that Russ answered the question that he knew exactly what the reporter was talking about because there had right, been well, some, I'll give it there had been some back and forth about putting a wristband on to call the damn play. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that was a little hammered there, there, there from there, Russ. Of course it was, but of I, course I'm it just was. not gonna I'm not gonna be upset at Russ for finally being a little bit human. Because he's never freaking human. Well, here's the thing. How about being upset at Russ for not trying it a different way, something other than what you want to do? You're having carte blanche with the Denver Broncos right now. You got your own damn office in the facility. And what is that getting the Broncos? A 3-5 and five record, a team that's grossly underachieving, and a team that sold off their top-edge rusher for a first-round But you have put me year. in this un- un- unenviable position of defending Russ yes. is to point out that to- where was the lie told when he said we won a lot of games without the wristband? Yeah, you know We what? won a Super Bowl you, and went to another. Yeah, and, and, it you, wasn't and, for you could, and you could have won another one. Yeah. You could have another one. Had it not been for Russell Wilson, you could have won another oh, was one. Was it on Bevel or was it on Russ? It was on Russ. He's the one that threw the damn pass. You could have won another one. Maybe you should have had the wristband on. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You can't miss Canty and Carlin, pound for pound, the biggest show on ESPN radio. The days are really counting down for Zeke. At least that's what my partner thinks. Oh, it's it's a wrap. Yeah. It's a wrap. Feels that way. It's a wrap. Canty and Carlin, ESPN radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. That is the Dr. Pepper call in line. Here's Mike McCarthy 
earlier today at his press conference with the very latest on Ezekiel Elliott. Well, Zeke's uh, an, an, an old-time pro. I feel like we have a very good handle on it. The bye week was obviously very important for Zeke. He's made a ton of pro, you know, progress. And frankly, I'm the wrong guy to ask. You know, I, I just came from the, the walkthrough with Zeke, and he told me he's fine, ready to go. But, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what they all tell me. So, um, But, you know, everything looks positive. But at the same time, if Zeke is on a pitch count this week, he may not play against the Packers. That, according to Mike McCarthy. Yeah. This is it, isn't it? What do you mean? Zeke's done. Yeah. I mean, he's not done this season. No, he's but he's done. Back. No, but I mean done with the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, Carlin. I mean, you have to look at his contract and, and read the tea leaves. Right now, this season, he's got an $18.2 million cap hit. Next year, it's scheduled to be... 16.7. Is he a 16.7 million dollar running back right now? No. Of course he isn't. So yeah, I think the Dallas Cowboys can find better ways to spend that kind of money, those types of resources. Uh and so yeah, I think this is his last year. They can save over 5 million dollars on their cap if they cut Ezekiel Elliott next year. So I I I certainly see him as a a guy on his way out of Dallas. Now the question remains what is he going to do down the stretch run? Because if you remember a couple of weeks ago, Jerry Jones says, as Zeke goes, the Dallas Cowboys are going to go. Now, mm-hmm. we both believe that this is a team that should be led by their run game. And we also understand that Tony Pollard is not a guy that's a volume touch running back. He's not a guy that's had over, what, 17 carries in any one game going back to his days in Memphis in college? Correct. So this is a situation where you have to be judicious in terms of how you – distribute the touches out of the backfield, the rushing attempts. And that's why I think Zeke does have some value to the Cowboys in terms of what they want to do and their championship aspirations. But I think that's as far as it goes, what Zeke can contribute over the stretch run this season and in the playoffs because he shouldn't factor into the math when it comes to their long-term plan. Can I ask a question, though, about this week? What's up? If, if Zeke is on a pitch count, why wouldn't you take advantage of that against a team that gives up 140 yards rushing a game? Against yeah. a team that cannot stop the run if we have established that Pollard is not a 23-carry-a-game guy. I will counter that with we're going up against one of the worst teams in the NFC, the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know that we So Malik need, Davis can do what Zeke yeah, would do? I, I, don't, I don't know that we need Zeke for this one. Yeah. I think we can go up to Green Bay and get this one done without him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they, Aaron Rodgers threw the ball to the, uh, the, the Lions defense three times yesterday, last, year, last week. I think this Cowboys team is capable of putting enough pressure on that offense to force some turnovers, create extra possessions, and field position for their offense. I, I want to go up there, and I want to run the ball down their throats. That's what I want to do. And, and defensively, yes, I I can absolutely make the case. I may even score on defense this week. Yeah. Uh, but I, I want to— the Green Bay Packers are giving it up on the ground, man, aren't they? They are yeah. giving it up. I think it's 140 a game. They are, they are Close giving. To it. I mean, Carlin, listen, listen to these numbers, man. Just the last month of the season, they gave up a buck 79 to the Jets, a buck 66 rushing to the Commanders, a buck 53 against the wow. Bills, and a buck 17 against the Lions. Dear God in against heaven. Against the Lions. Against the Lions. <laughs> Dear but, God in heaven. Can anybody stop the run? No. And no, it's this not going to get I'm any saying. better without Rashawn Gary. No. How, is, how does it get better without him? It gets worse. That's my point. Yeah, but, okay, okay, look, they can go win it without him. I guess my thing is always the same. Like, I just want to keep this one as simple as possible. Let's just how, go how, how about, and do how what about we, do. we How about we keep Zeke on ice 
until next week, which is week 11, when we're on the road against the Minnesota Vikings. How about that? Does that make a lot of sense? Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. What I will say is I don't like the fact that they set Zeke the Chicago game. We've had a bye week, and he's still at practice with a knee brace on. I don't like that. Okay. It's not a great sign. Let me ask you this, though. So do you then now, in turn, start to get Pollard a little bit more used to extending those carries, getting the numbers up a bit? That's a tricky That's a tricky proposition because you don't want to wear them out. You can't miss Canty and Carlin, pound for pound, the biggest show on ESPN Radio.